Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Sunday Sessions. Make sure you hit the subscribe button so you can listen in to weekly episodes. Thank you. Do you remember how it felt as a child when life felt like your personal playground? That childlike curiosity before the labels and programmings enforced on you by society. Before life told you who to be. What if I told you you've been asleep and life is a giant video game? My combos are the red pill. Would you listen? All it takes is a change in perspective. Dab with me. Peace, divine beings. Welcome back to another episode of Sunday Sessions with Rich, a platform where we would challenge your perspectives and assist in expanding your consciousness. As always, reality is a direct reflection of you, so be mindful of your inner talk. To my new listeners, welcome to the show. Um, If you haven't already, please subscribe so you don't miss out on these weekly gems. I'm so pleased to have you here. Um, It really helps my platform expand so that we can help each other and help other beautiful souls along the journey. Now, let's get to this shit, man. On this episode, I'm so um, glad this guy on. He is the uh, owner of the Pyramid Room store, also the host of Pyramid Pod. It's a podcast on YouTube. Brayden, welcome to the show, bro. Hey, thank you so much for having me on, man. Hey, let's get it. I'm excited to uh, have this convo. This shit about to be some fire. <laughs> yeah, there's a, a lot to dissect. My God, tell us, uh, tell us a little bit about yourself. What you got going on? All right, so uh, I just graduated college. I'm 23 years old. And yeah, I recently got super into my own journey of entrepreneurship with starting the business and everything that came with it, you know? So I love it. I kind of had this idea of, I don't know, I think the idea of success were all sold of climbing up the corporate ladder. And mm-hmm. Agreed. I, yeah, I got my degree in engineering. And for a long time, I thought that was the route that I was going to go. And mm-hmm. yeah, I did a couple internships and kind of got a glimpse into the corporate world and just realized that that wasn't what I wanted. I wanted to work for myself on my own time. Yeah. And, and from there, I was like, okay, if I want, if I want that to happen, I want that to be my life. Then I just got to make it happen for myself. That's live, man. That's that's is the goal is to be self-efficient and be self-employed. That's it. And sustain and just help help everybody. It is, and yeah, I like that you said help everybody because that's another thing that I really want to do with, with the company is I work with a lot of different artists and small businesses and I kind of help, like I created a marketplace for, to kind of like feature their work and to help hopefully like get people that maybe they're running a side hustle, you know, off Etsy or or they create art in their free times and they're still having to work a second job. And my goal is to basically take as many of those people, you know, that like are more passionate about their side hustle, but they still have to work some job to provide for themselves and their family, you know, to help those people kind of transition into 
being completely self-sufficient off of what they really want to do. Love it. Love it. What's tell me about the, um, the pyramid pot, man. What, what got you on that? Yeah, well, uh, I'm, after I started the company, I like, I knew I wanted it to like, the message was really important for me. And so that's when I got on Twitter and started kind of like just expressing the world as I see it. And I started to feel like Twitter itself was kind of restricting, you know, that I could only yeah. like, you can only say so much in, in a certain amount of characters and, and words themselves are pretty limiting when you take mm-hmm. out like the conversational side of things and back and forth. So I decided I wanted a platform where I could do what you're doing and, and talk to people with different unique perspectives and kind of just have like host a place for open-minded philosophical conversations that, that hopefully like people that tune in and listen can learn something about themselves by, by listening to the podcast. You can't censor it. You can't censor it. This is all freedom of speech. Yeah, totally. I love it. Love it. So, um, when does it? When do you, when do you release episodes? Let us let us know where we can where we can listen. Yeah, you can listen. Uh, we got our. We just launched like a month and a half ago. I I should have a more rigid schedule, but I've just kind of been winging it. We usually do a podcast at least every week or every other week. Okay. Bit, 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 bit. Def, definitely go provide your link in the description, guys, and let us know about the Pyramid Room store. We'll be, we'll be, what gems we 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 promote it. Yeah, awesome. Yeah, I've I've been enjoying. We also started selling pyramids too, and I I make them myself, and it's fun. It's fun to to create. You know, I started. I made one, a batch of pyramids the other day with my brothers, and it was just like, oh, that's cool. Yeah, that is cool. Is I like. It was kind of funny, like, like a, a couple weeks ago, I realized that, like, how much of my business is just, like, a grown-up version of the things that I liked to do as a kid, you know, like, Damn. I was always, like, collecting rocks and random stuff, and even as a kid, I always liked, like, having cool conversations about, government and society and like where where we could go from here and I feel like that's the conversation we're trying to start right now you know as we're we're hitting that point in like our history as as a civilization where we're we're gonna have to like I don't know level up as a as a species and kind of like it's it's cool to be a part of it all I'm 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 glad that you talked about government um I was going to ask you about that like (laughs) The everything that's going on, especially with like the them dropping that six hundred dollars stimulus, like what's your take on all this, man? This is it's, it's gonna get to a certain. Well, I hope it's at a certain point where people realize that you can't trust the government, or you never could, or you shouldn't. Like it should be quite apparent at this point. Yeah, I mean, like <laughs> my my loyalty can't be bought for six hundred dollars. Like it's. You feel me? Like what? Like especially, I don't know. Like I, when I first when I first started this company, like before it was even a company, it was like born from frustration with the government. You know, like I I got in yeah. into engineering because like 
like I got my my concentration in renewable energy and I like the whole idea of getting into engineering was that I would be able to like develop some cool technologies that would help us to live more sustainably with the earth and as I like got further and further my education like I just got really disillusioned with it all and I realized like all the technology, all the tools we need to build a better world, to end poverty, to address homelessness, like all of these, we already have. Like what's what's stopping us is like the priorities of our governance, you know? And like we pay, mm-hmm. we pay so much in taxes and then they take that money and they start wars and they they put that money that we pay into programs to brainwash us. And it's like, yeah. like eventually we're going to, we can't hide from that forever, you know, and, and $600 isn't going to change that. And so, so yeah. Especially with, especially with like how long it's been since we even had a last check, like you, you, you print out all this money anyway to, to, to feed your salaries, but you only give, you only print us out 600 a piece, 600 a pop. Come on now. Totally. Like when, at the very start of COVID, like I, I wasn't doing, my business through e-commerce as much. I was doing it through a, a little booth I would set up. Mm-hmm. And so I'd like, cool. I'd have like my art set up and I'd have jewelry pyramids, like my whole little stand. And like, I could set up shop for a couple hours and make 300 bucks, you know? And like, that's, yeah. that's how I was supporting myself. And then, and then COVID hit. And like, like I, I've tried it a couple times since COVID and like, you're lucky to get, you're lucky to get a set, a sale every hour, you know, like they really shifted the whole, the whole paradigm to (laughs) away from like, I don't know, locally owned businesses, you know, and I I was fortunate enough to make that transition, you know, to build out, build it out online and kind of like take it in my stride. But I, I feel for the, the locally owned restaurants and the the mom and pop shops that are just like it feeds the community totally and and six hundred dollars doesn't change that hell no that's a a few utilities and some groceries yeah totally i mean that's that's like (laughs) gas money for me to get up and down the coast you know like like come on now what what are we supposed to do with that yeah i mean and then y'all the one thing i will say about UBI is I think like like I think it's dangerous to to have any dependency on the government because I, I believe that like 100%, 100%. like if I, I genuinely don't believe in the system like I don't believe that it serves us I at all, at all. It doesn't. and so like and that's kind of my vision with my company is like we're a lifestyle brand so every product that I need in my life like I need lotions instead of going onto Amazon and like buying a lotion for myself. I've started like going on to Etsy or going on to Twitter and finding someone who like, I, I like their vibes, you know, and, I, and then I'll go in yeah. and I'll buy like 50 of their lotions and then I'll stock my store with the inventory and then I'll use the inventory for myself. So it's like, it's kind of like my way of, of civilly rebelling against the system because if all the products I use in my life are just part of my company's inventory, then I can kind of like 
separate myself from the system and remove my dependency. But, but what I will say about UBI that I do think is good is like, ultimately what, what getting, what like putting money back in the hands of like regular families does and what it, it means to me is like, it's saying, okay, we all pay taxes to this thing, this government. And like, like, people don't see that value back very rarely, you know? And so I think if you're like a really, if you're struggling, you know, for food to pay rent, then to put money back in, in like regular people's hands, it's kind of saying like, like I trust families to spend that money better themselves on improving their own life than I do in like putting that money in the hands of politicians and then saying that like, they they're gonna spend that money in the, with the best interest of everyone in mind because I think they've proven that they won't. Time and time again, it's interesting because I'm out in England right now, and so it's like so out here, so many local shops, and it's, it's it's beautiful to see. But then you realize when the lockdown happens that all those shops are, are fucked. But Amazon is thriving. And this whole thing is like, this is fucked up. Like, I would rather go to a shop and purchase something versus, you know, just ordering online, even though it'll come next day. That's the that's that's the twist. That's the part that like, damn, it's coming next day. But I, I got I got to support the local shop. Totally, because like it comes it comes down to like how much does like convenience and safety matter to you? You know, like mm-hmm. and. Like, I don't know, I, I got to know myself well, and it, like, it doesn't matter that much to me, you know, and that's what I, yeah. I think is really dangerous about COVID is, like, like, all of a sudden, like, we're living in a world where, like, like, if I go outside, go for a walk, and I'm, like, I don't wear a mask, I'm listening to music, like, all of a sudden, like, you're catching dirty looks from people, and you're like, yeah. what the hell, like, like, I experienced that earlier. Like they, they judge you. Like, how dare you not have a mask on? Like, bro. Totally. Like, and I don't know. I'm not like I'm not afraid. Like, I shouldn't. I shouldn't be shamed for not being afraid. And like, if people want to live in fear, like, I think that's that's their right. You know, like, I think. I think COVID. (laughs) I think COVID exists. I think people are dying, but like, but like, I don't know, like. At a certain point, you got to decide. Like, they're, they're, I, I don't see the government suddenly like, like reversing these restrictions. You know, like, right. like I don't see this magic day. Like, on January first, twenty twenty one, they're like, actually, like, okay, like, it's all good now. Like, you're safe to go. Like, I think they've stripped us of a lot of freedoms, and mm-hmm. I think that they're going to keep pumping fear into the population as long as we keep entertaining it. And I, like, that's why I go to Twitter is like, people need to know that there's other ways of like perceiving this situation, you know, and, and your perception kind of drives your reality. So if you, if you just keep, totally, so if you just keep like consuming all these fear-based narratives, I actually think it's really bad for your health. Ironically, like, like I think to sit around and like, constantly be informed of every death and like and just driving anxiety up within yourself like 
I think you are manifesting illness within yourself. And so I don't know. I The very thing that you're fearing about. Totally. When you fixate on your fears, you manifest them into your life. And yeah. like if the government really had your best interest in mind, like I think because the government knows about manifestation, you know, like that's that's why they <laughs> that's why they use they methods, you know, the media and subliminal like come on now. Totally, like and I don't know, that's that's what a lot like you have to start looking at our whole his like our whole history through a different lens if you really wanna understand how things like work and how we got where we are is like the government understands that if you like if the government can plant their version of reality into the population's mind then we will then in turn manifest that reality and exactly rightly put right and it's because we're like we're so powerful you know like we really are and we are co-creators and so when we are like using our power as co-creators to to fuel their like dystopian version of reality where you're not allowed to go outside without a mask you're not allowed to invite people into your homes you, like you can't hug your grandma like eventually like you got to yeah. realize like you're responsible for for buying into it because you're following that that command you're obeying you are and like obeying the like <laughs> obeying the restrictions set by like borderline psychopath is not like virtuous you know which is something i like i really want to hit back against is like i think there's this really ingrained notion that like obedience is what makes you a good person you know like your willingness to follow the rules and go along with what you're supposed to be doing like that that's that's what defines your character and like I think it's the opposite. Like, I think your willingness to create your own reality and live your truth authentically is like, that's, that's the best thing you could do for the world and to show others that, that they can do that as well. It's definitely like a war on consciousness going on right now. Cause it's like not, well, it's shifting to a more, everyone is um, aware and conscious. Like even, even like the shift, like that just, transpired like you just feel a new a, a new feeling like a, a, a breath of fresh air everything feels new you feel like something like you're, you've just been inserted in, in a whole different um like just reality basically yeah i know we're, we're definitely living through a crazy shift and i like i think it's really? like it's going in the in a positive direction overall like i i try to keep yeah. that like the heart of my message is that like things are shifting for the for the better you know and and like a lot of stuff that seems like it's negative or dark is coming to light but like the the awareness like bringing certain things into your awareness that are troubling and like unsettling like it doesn't mean that all of a sudden like like that like it's an overall positive thing because a lot of what's been happening yeah. has been happening for decades, you know, like a hundred thousands of years. And so. But it's just now being, being um, shown for everybody to. Totally. To like see. it's already out there. Like, like MK ultra is not, it's not a secret anymore. Yeah. You know, it's, it's out there. And if we can like 
if we can swallow that truth, you know, like, and that's, that's another thing I'm a big proponent of is like, I don't want to hide from the truth, even if it, it makes people uncomfortable. Like I believe in like, right. yeah, I believe in like facing the truth, like in its brutal reality, whatever it is, like I want to face it and then choosing a path of like optimism and hope. And I feel like that's, that's the alchemy of it all is like, damn, like I can look at the truth in the face, accept it as it is, and then go create something better instead of like dwelling in, in frustration. Like I can go create something and move in a positive direction from it. Cause it's definitely like, you have to look at, not have to look at, but the way to help you navigate through life is just observing what's going on in it and say, okay, hmm, I don't like what this is. Let me create a different reality that, that suits what I want to experience. Yeah, totally. Like, and I don't know, like one, one thing that I think like would help, like was really helpful for me is like detachment. You know, if, if you want to like make a difference and, and see the truth as it is in this realm, you know, like just detach from your own, political beliefs your own ideas for for a second you know and like and these yeah like if for the last 30 years you've you've fought tooth and nail as a democrat or a republican or whatever it is that you like you believe is a part of you like if you're willing to take a step back and just say like okay you know what like i forgive myself for for whatever like whatever ignorance I've had in the past, I'm willing to like open myself up to heightened states of awareness, then like, then truth will, will find its way to you. You know, if, if you set that as your intention and I don't know, I think it is. A mirror. And I think like, I think that's what we're, we're living through is like, like we're, we're breaking the illusion. People are starting to see through this thing and, It is. And that's why, like, even something like Trump's presidency, you know, like, I I don't care where people stand on it, you know, but (laughs) it's like, it's, it's ridiculous, right? Like, whatever you believe, and whoever you you voted for or support, like, the idea that we have a reality TV star host as the president of the United States, and he's saying, like, outlandish things, and and he's tweeting, and, and, like, like, they're having Twitter wars, like it's high school and it's a president tweeting Kim Jong-un, you know, it's like at a certain point, like mm-hmm. it's, it's showing the system kind of for how, like what it really is. It's just mirroring. We were looking at us. Totally. And that, that's what by. Trump's role in, in history was, you know, is like before Trump, yeah. like you have someone like Obama who you know, he's charismatic, he's, he's likable, but he's telling you what you want to hear. And then if you go another layer deeper, you're like, okay, well, he sold all of our privacy rights. He like was the first president to weaponize drones and bomb like, like children and civilians in other countries without like with unmanned drones. Like if you go just like that level deeper, you realize like, okay, like, 
Disney yeah, like, like, like <laughs> totally. <laughs> you feel me? That she was and so I, yeah, I, I, I'd almost rather have something that's so crass, you know, so like jarring, because I think that's what we needed. You know, we needed a wake up call of like, damn, like, yeah, shit is backwards, and it's been backwards, and now like if we can face that, then we can like. We can do it like we can start a new civilization we can over like and when i when i like i talk a lot about like overthrowing the government or like whatever like and my my i see that happening with this i do too and i don't see it as like i need to go grab my my torch and pitchfork and and like skewer someone like (laughs) when when i say like overthrow the government like i think it's a war of ideas and narratives and like it and so like twitter itself is like a battlefield in the war you know if, if you can open people's mind to different ways of thinking and like kind of point people in the direction of sovereignty which i think like for me by one tweet just by one yeah tweet. totally like like that's why that's why i love having a platform and i feel really grateful to like be able to reach so many people is like if if all of a sudden like okay you have like a thousand followers five thousand followers ten thousand and all of a sudden you have twenty thirty a hundred like eventually like what you say about reality and like the way you see reality can reach just as many people as like a cnn broadcast you know and like and eventually if your podcast starts reaching a hundred people ten thousand people a million people like like we are creating the new networks right now j- just naturally yeah. and the totally and network. it's just going to grow cuz like you're you you're either like like there's a dying world and there's a world being born right now and like mm-hmm. i think totally the and, and the more that you like stick in and defend this dying world, you know, and like defend the government and defend these programs that have been like ingrained in you. Like, I think you're going to suffer a lot. Like, and. You're going to have to come into full um, awareness of it because it's not, it's not being stopped. So you need to go direct drag it on for you totally. and like and you're gonna drive your like if like if you stick in and and resist this shift into like a higher consciousness that we're going like you're gonna experience a lot of cognitive dissonance where like part of like your beliefs contradict themselves you know where like you believe in liberty mm-hmm. and freedom but then you are defending these narratives that no one's allowed to leave their house or breathe air and like eventually I feel like people are going to slowly and slowly just start shifting towards the natural flow of things, which is this conscious awakening. And like, I don't, I also don't, I don't think it's like there's going to be some magic like Messiah that saves us all. Like we're, we're, we're all, we're all going to save ourselves. And that's like the power of the truth for me is like, if you, if you can face it, you know, in all of its ugliness from MK Ultra to the fact that 
like when we defeated the Nazis, we actually hired like half of them back into our government. And like, you can like come to terms with a lot of things and 9-11 and, and kind of like come to truth with, like come to, to terms with that, then like it might be difficult yeah. in those moments where you, re- you recognize your own ignorance and, in the past, but ultimately totally first of all it's in your face the whole time but but like then you there's no more resistance to the like to what's naturally happening like the truth is gonna come out and the more you resist it the more you're gonna experience anger and frustration and and if you can just like surrender to the truth and I, i don't even mean like some objective truth that i haven't figured out and no one else does but like surrender to your own truth then like you're you're gonna feel much more empowered to go like live a life that makes like you happy. Um, yeah, that's that's how we want it to be. That's how I mean that's even how we're experiencing it's just it's supposed to be heaven on earth. And some the shift that's happening is is putting ducks back in that vibration. It's kind of kind of like someone on some Atlantic, I'm not Atlantic, uh, Atlantis shit, where everyone is conscious of who they are and their powers, and we just co-creating a beautiful. Yeah, I utopia. think I think like that's what we're living through, and so there's I don't know. There's two there's two ways of looking at it. It's like like you can either experience this time as like this hugely like like you have a lot of anxiety like you don't know what's happening you're stressed out you're you're angry this sucks but like me like like this has been one of the best years of my life you know like i i, I consider it like a great yeah. honor to be on this earth right now and to to play my role whatever it is in in helping us get back there you know because mm-hmm. like that's where we're headed we are we're headed to atlantis 2.0 and let's go let's go i wonder because the the i guess disclosure well yeah the disclosure of um it being other life forms out there other extraterrestrials like ourselves um and just like I'm wondering how people go, um, I guess like come to terms with it when it yeah. like I, it pops off, pops off. I'm glad you talked about it because I, I tweeted about it today. But like, like I want to talk about like aliens because I want to like like ET disclosure is coming out, and I want to. And it's like such a big topic that, that like, is yes, so. It is. It's it's like so profound to like really wrap your head around the idea. Like, okay, like, there's other intelligent life out there in the universe that is aware of our existence, and and what's so dangerous about mm-hmm. a truth that big, is that if if we allow the government to control the disclosure of it they will tie in like they will tie in the narratives that they want into that disclosure and and you're already seeing it with like what they're calling the guardians you know like everything that they're painting is Mm -hmm. this idea that like 
okay, there's an alien threat, you know, that like that Mike Pence and his like golden boys are like <laughs> going out and protecting us from some alien force. And like, if you think about it, I don't know if you think about it in some like terms of what we've seen in our direct recent history of just like the war on terror and everything, like the easiest way for the government to control a population and to take away liberties and kind of impose their agenda on people is to create an outside threat, you know, whether it's okay, there's terrorists over here, Mm -hmm. there's bad guys in this country doing this, trying to do this to us. And once you, like get enough people to buy in on that fear, then you control them and you can tell them pretty much whatever and they'll go along with it. And so what I'm very like, like what I want to be conscientious about is I think ET disclosure is a, a wonderful thing, but we can't allow the government to control the narrative because they will paint the ET presence as a threat to us. And then they'll do the same thing they've always done, which is, okay, we need to raise taxes to put more money into the military industrial complex, to put more money into the space force in order to protect us from dangers. When like, there ain't no danger. Like they're, they're, they're no dangerous. dangerous. <laughs> like, like we're, we're a danger to ourselves as a species. Like that's the truth is that, when we're developing these nuclear weapons and we're waging war within ourselves, even though we are one species, like we are the threat to our own existential existence. And, and I think what we're gonna, yeah, I, I don't, I don't play the games where I I like try to pretend I know exactly how it's going to play out, but like, like they are going to paint that narrative yeah. of an ET threat as a like last ditch attempt to strip you of your rights. And it's all it is show. like the, the really ET presence show. that is here that like but... like is oh okay well it's a little bit more complicated than than I'm <laughs> but like the the overwhelming <laughs> ET presence is benevolent we and is trying to like respect our free will as a species to evolve. Yeah, hundred percent. Because that's definitely what that's the, basically what Atlantis was too—just an experiment. Yes, just totally. And experiment. I don't know, there's a lot of things mirroring the, the the fall of Atlantis happening right now that I think. I think we need to to stu- like we need to study our own history to avoid repeating mistakes of the past. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They always say that history repeats itself. It's because you, you totally. and, and that's why like shit like itself. CERN and all like and a lot of these clandestine projects like we're we're opening portals. We're fucking with we're fucking with some shit we shouldn't be fucking with necessarily, and it's on taxpayer dollar. You know it's it's total it's total bullshit like and that's the crazy part like we're funding i don't yeah. even want to call them the government because the government makes it like feel like they're like they're doing anything for, for us when really like we're just funding we're just funding yeah. like a 
group of like borderline psychopathic elitist that have every intention of like creating this dystopioid world because they can't rule over a world where we know our power. Like you can't control a conscious population. And that's, that's what it's always been about is like, that's why, that's why psychedelics are illegal. Oh man, I'm glad you're even mentioning <laughs> that. Yeah. Like, Have you tried psychedelics? Yeah, I think oh my God. It, that was definitely an awake, like a, a moment for me is in my awakening. It was like sophomore year of college, I think. I I tried shrooms for the first time. <laughs> like I yep, like yep, yep, yep. I, know, I was I always had a pretty strong sense of who I was, but like coming down yeah, coming down off psychedelics that, that, and like peaking and like, like I just remember having a lot of revelations and about the world first of all about like, wow, like so many of these systems don't serve us. Like, so much of my education, it didn't feel like a resource for me to to learn more about myself and the universe. And a lot of this corporate structure doesn't mm-hmm. feel like it it values me as a person or it it like sees me and then like on on the more positive side of things that like coming down into my body I was like wow like (laughs) it's just amazing to be alive at all you know like to be experiencing this life in general because it shows you that birds have you and it's like you as the 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 creator just you being aware of everything it's like damn everything is being orchestrated perfectly i'm seeing it from the bigger picture and we're totally and little I, man was, second yeah I, I had just had this realization where i was like damn like if i want to do something like if i if i want to make something in my life like, like I, i'm not going to sit around waiting for someone to like tell me that i i can do it or that i have the right to do it like i'm gonna just do it mm-hmm. you know like and like I don't know when it's gonna happen. Right. I don't even pay attention to that. That's not that's not a part of my process. Is like I don't hold myself to these deadlines where I'm like, okay, I need to be here by here by like I need to accomplish this by this. It's more like I know where I want to be long term. I like I reached like I went to my future self and was like, what does that reality look like that that fulfills me and makes me happy? And like, I hold that in my mind's eye. And then every day I just take creative steps towards that, you know? And, and if one day it looks like just like smoking weed and tweeting and like, like fucking around with, with the homies, (laughs) they're like, that's a productive day. And if it's designing merch, then that's what I'm gonna do. Making pyramids. And yeah, I just like, I, I think psychedelics are, are a hugely helpful tool that I would recommend to people who, who are feeling a little bit lost right now that like, they don't, they don't understand what's happening. They don't. Yeah. And, and if they're so overwhelmed with this anxiety and stress, you know, of like that's, that's being fueled by the mainstream media, you know, like I really recommend like, and this doesn't have yeah. to be psychedelics, but it's like to take a step back from your life, you know, like to take a step back from the rat race and the bullshit and like 
to get real with yourself about what matters to you and that Hey, I love to like that. I always have a baggie in my room of shrooms and like <laughs> I definitely have some days where I wake up and I'm like go. today is a day where go. I just pop a couple and I don't tell any of my friends that I just kind of like I'm just like tr- a little bit tripping all day and no one knows and it's just kind of like <laughs> totally just vibing straight vibing I need to I need to re up when I get back because mm. it's like I started using it in tea, and so I remember I did it before summer ended, um, and I was just laying out listening to jazz music and that yeah, shit. Yeah, I've had music. I've had some crazy experiences. There there was one trip, I, 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 there was one trip that like I was in my room because I I like to alternate. I do like a solo trip and then I do like a trip with with like close friends out in nature and i i did like this one solo trip at the end of the quarter in uh, my academics and i was like i was in my room i like was writing and like listening to music and, and playing with my cat whatever and then like some of my friends like like came upstairs and i was like tripping pretty hard <laughs> like i was like oh shit like I'm, and i pulled myself together and mm-hmm. Then they're like, dude, do you want to go play uh, a game of Settlers of Catan? Which I don't know if you play that game, but, but I, I love that game. So I was like, sure. Oh, I love Catan. I love I'm like, Catan. you know what? I'm down. I, so I, I jump in their car and I'm like sitting in the backseat, center, center of the backseat, looking at myself in the rearview mirror of their car. And like all of a sudden, like Michael Jackson, like man in the mirror comes on through the radio. <laughs> And I was like, I was like tripping balls in my car, just looking like into my own soul in the rear view. And it was just like, I'm looking at the man in the mirror. And I was like, okay, you know what? I'm telling him to change his ways. And like, yeah, I love it. And I, it was, it was a message from my guides, from whatever you want to call it, from the universe of like, (laughs) yeah, like psychedelics will talk to you. And it, it connects you back with your inner self, but in the uh, it does, and it reminds you that, like experience. life is supposed like life can feel like like playing, you know, like we weren't supposed yet. Supposed to be like, we weren't supposed to, to stop child, playing like and laughing and like having fun, you know. Like it's not like I think we were sold this like bullshit idea yeah. of what responsibility looks like you know it's like like a responsible adult like stops making himself happy because he knows it is his duty to work this job and do this and like (laughs) it's like damn like if you if you want to live that go for it but like i don't you know i i want to stay in touch with that like like that's what makes me feel alive and and like meaningful and gives life like fulfills me is, is that inner child you know of like mm-hmm. the creator in me you know the the adventure the adventure the explorer you know like those yeah. those things that brought me joy as a child like that that never changed just because society told me to stop valuing it 
Mm-hmm. It go it go inside not go inside. Wow. Um, it coincides with when you're on psychedelics, you tap back into that that self love and this embodiment of love, but you realize that all oh, there is is love, and that even this experience right now is a gift because you're giving yourself this experience out of love for you to feel and just process, just be, and just like damn. Yeah, you, you my really my takeaway from space. from every trip, like I try to go in with like an intention of like, okay, this is what I want to get out of it. And then like, I'll, I'll usually mm-hmm. like, I'll, I'll, I'll have different revelations for each trip. But the one that I always come back to is like, I always just end up feeling so grateful to like grateful for this life. You know, like I remember I had one trip where like I got back to my, my house and I was looking at my car and I was like, that's it's insane to me that I have a car you know like like so many people are numb to to something that simple you know like oh of course of course you have a car it's like are you kidding me like I have a a piece of machinery that I can jump in and drive like all the way up the coast from California to Washington in a day and I can stop wherever I want and I can I can camp wherever I want. And like, it's like, I don't know, like it just, it helps, helps you recognize all the freedoms you do have in your life and how much like they, they mean to you. And yeah. It's just, it's, 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 it's the, it's the gratitude. It's the appreciate appreciation of, of everything. It's like you, you just come to terms with like enjoying everything and, and seeing it for the the pleasures that you get to experience every day that you take for granted and it just like taps you in to this this new found awareness and it, it's definitely been beneficial in my journey and it's something that I'm gonna continue to use shit probably even probably because I'm an old man who knows at this point shit <laughs> yeah. I'm a big fan. Have you ever have you ever tried ayahuasca or DMT? I'm, no, I want to. What I what I do want to what I'm studying to become uh, a, a licensed shaman, and I do want to. Yeah, I've I've never tried as well. as well, but I I'm also very curious. I'm very curious what that experience is like because I've I've I heard from. To from some people that it's very eye-opening to the, the nature of reality. Oh, I think so. Jay, yeah, I, Jay, Jay I'm actually Fagan, going on his podcast he? in an hour. <laughs> he's so... Yeah, hey, he's shout one. out to Jay, man, my <laughs> homie. That's, that's, that's the bro. That's the bro. That's my guy. Now, he told me he told me he did uh, ayahuasca. I'm like, ah, oh, man, I got I got to try that yeah. shit. I gotta try. I wanna um I always end the show with a question. Like what what's your message to That's a good question. Um, humanity. I mean I guess here here would be my message to humanity is like we're at a crossroads right now as a as a species, you know, of like we are we're, we're creating this future that we're going to pass on to, to the next, to the next generations. And 
I guess like what what you can do in this time right now is like go within and and imagine what you like what you want that future to look like you know like what is your idea of utopia you know and and don't like put all these authority figures that you've given power over yourself mm-hmm. uh in a box for a second and like forget everything you know about nine to fives about about the workforce and like go empower your own imagination to like yeah like to imagine that to to have that vision and then to use your voice you know you have a you have a say you your voice is just as valid as bill gates if not more so you know and definitely definitely more so than like yeah definitely more so and yeah like that, that's all i want people to do is I, I don't want people to like like buy in on on my specific vision of like what i think the world needs to look like like i'm going to continue to use my voice to express that future and to like to use my own manifestations and my my role as a co-creator of this earth to to do that, to, to hold myself accountable to what I'm contributing to this, this future, you know, where my thoughts, which thoughts I give my energy to. And I guess that would be my message is to get really introspective and conscious of your own thoughts and your own programs and the way you think and whatever tools you need to, to help yourself get there. Like, go for it go go jump into your own journey and kind of fall in love with your own journey of self-discovery and let's help each other out along the way and make a make a better world you know one that's fun you know like like i honestly think like life is supposed to be fun it's like we're supposed to like that's what we're supposed to come here and like live it up and enjoy ourselves and spend time with people we love and make memories that that make us happy and and take care of the earth and take care of the animals and like that that's what that's what matters to me and so so you people should go find what matters to them and then Mm -hmm. like empower themselves to use their voice and advocate for that this help this our platform and what we're doing even just contributing to um, the collective's just expansion and just us being who we are and then naturally that's just going to mirror our reality and the more that we're continue the more that we are continuing to um, become aware we're just furthering that that process of just experiencing the utopia so I'm really glad that we me and you were able to connect here on this episode man and just uh, really just help create a ripple and create a uh, 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 our contribution to this to this beautiful beautiful shit that we that we yeah most definitely thank you thank you so much for having me I really me. appreciate you being on you're right guy um, guys as always you're the creative you're in reality everything you think feel and say will reflect be mindful be kind and it's just, <laughs> that's a good message, that's my message to this uh, shit. peace man <laughs> <laughs>